0: folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud,
1: And I'm Obert. And in the immortal words of a teen pop icon that holds a special place in everyone who was a teenage boy in the early 2000s slash late 90s, oops, I did it again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: yep. My, my, my collection of boots has grown by two.
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Two, what are I, two this is very important. Two pairs or two boots? Two two
1: boots. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> what did yeah. What did you buy now?
1: Um, I I broke down and bought a pair of cross country skis, and uh, you need special boots to go cross country skiing in. So you I bought just them use on Saturday. Ski boots? No, because they only they clip in in the toe, and so you're like like swishing along like swish swish and each step you take like your foot goes forward so like the heel is free and they're like a lot more like a regular boot oh
2: yeah that's interesting Hmm.
1: but me and popcorn went out cross-country skiing on sunday and uh we had a lot of fun she ran like seven miles and i skied like three and a half miles but she ran a lot more than i skied
2: (laughs) as dogs will do Who, who was more tired do you think
1: Um, uh, probably me because we ended up at the dog park later in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, I haven't been able to battle my growing boot collection. I just added two more to the pile. So,
0: so in two, in true, like TUD fashion, you're going to have to get rid of four shoes.
1: Oh God.
2: Yes. That's what they say. That's how everything works. If you buy something, you must get rid of four of something.
1: Yeah. I, I, it's, I should take that philosophy to heart and try and empty out some boots I don't wear anymore, but I have so many boots now. It's just they're taking over my life. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I Maybe there has to be like a law of averages. You know, like this podcast has to average so many pairs of boots. I have none. Tud has a few and you have the rest.
1: <laughs> Wait, so you just wear sneakers at work?
0: Uh-huh. All the time. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's I a good
0: way to lose now. a toe. Uh, I, I don't do anything that... I don't do anything hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could it happen? Sure. Will it happen? Probably not. You don't often drive forklifts into an office. So
2: Now that means that that's happened before. <laughs> <laughs> what? Drive forklifts into an office? Yes. I'm now, sure no,
1: someone's no. done it in the history I mean, of I'm forklifts. I done. I'm sure it's been done.
0: I have, not, I have not seen it done in 11, 12 years, however long, 13 years of warehouse work. I've never seen someone drive into an office.
1: And they don't teach you about that incident in forklift school, apparently. Right, Yeah. <laughs>
2: Would you like to get rid of your manager? Here is how. You take this forklift and run right into the office they're sitting in. Oh, man.
1: I was thinking more of a lesson on what not to do, but sure, we could go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, speaking of kicking things, why don't we kick this episode off with some beer drinking?
0: Whoa! Yeah. Those boots, those cross-country boots are made for kicking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, let's let me try that again. Let's let's Just ski on over to uh, our beer tasting segment. <laughs> yeah.
0: Luckily, we're skiing, so everything's
2: nice and cold. That's right. That's right.
1: I even put a a, a picture of, on our Instagram of me cross country skiing on Sunday.
2: So, oh, oh, yes. Yes. oh, that was that beer that you were drinking, right? At yeah, that beer, was ski.
1: The R I P. Rest in peace, Great Northern. We hardly knew ye. they uh good med red. Uh, my last can of it, probably the last can of it I'll ever drink. So That's sad. It is sad to say goodbye to a beer. But let's say hello to three new beers right now.
2: <laughs> so many good segues. I know. <laughs> they,
1: I could keep going if you want.
2: So to stop the endless amount of segues that have been going on, I'm going to go first this week. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, this week I brought another beer to the podcast from Jenna, a.k.a. The Brew Locker. And this week I am drinking strawberry shorts cake by shorts brew it's a golden ale brewed with fresh strawberries and milk sugar Ooh, that sounds like my kind of beer it's brewed and bottled by shorts brewing company in elks rapids michigan apparently i get five cents for returning it in connecticut which is interesting nice so um you know that's that's actually a money-making way if if you know i just got a whole bunch of empties from jenna which i don't think she gets five cents
1: no i think this is the money losing scheme how so Isn't Michigan the only state that charges ten cents for a deposit?
2: Uh, Oh, you might be right. (laughs) Oh,
1: maybe. (laughs) You could have picked literally anyone else. (laughs) So,
2: all right. So, so co-hosts, send me your empties. Okay. Because oh oh, no, Oregon too. Because to my to my knowledge, New Hampshire or yeah, New Hampshire, North Carolina, and Montana don't get five cent refunds. So send them true. No, we hate recycling here. Yeah, and we will make millions.
0: I've actually, is it weird that I've thought about this before? Be like, should I keep all these until next time we drive to Connecticut? <laughs> 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 millions of dollars.
1: Millions and uh, millions of nickels. <laughs> uh, so, anyways. It's
2: not, it's not a bad idea. So anyways, now that we have a new <laughs> business idea, <laughs> um, let's start with the beer review. This this bottle does not tell me the ABV, so um, hopefully untapped will. But I'm assuming that because it's a, a golden ale, it's not going to be anywhere over 6%.
1: No, I see, I have it pulled up here and it's 4.3. I don't know if okay. I ruined it, spoiled it, but
2: Well, that's okay. So let's let's take a look. So as you guys can see, and listeners will be able to listen or see on the Instagram, it's very dark for a golden ale. Um I would not call this golden in color at all. It is more like a red ale.
1: Yeah. Mm, it's like if somebody yeah. took a golden ale and added a bunch of strawberries to it.
2: Um, almost like that. Um floating at the top of my beer is a strawberry uh, stem, it fell out of the bottle as I was pouring it. So I figured I would just leave it in there because it can't hurt, right?
1: It was already in the bottle. I mean, look <laughs> how much worse could it be? Hmm.
2: All right. So it's it's very sweet, um, with the strawberry flavor, but it's got a very multi, like very very multi backbone, not like a golden malt back at all. Like more like a lager backing or back malt taste than anything mm. else. Um, the strawberries definitely overpower the front of it. It's very sweet, very refreshing. Um, I wouldn't say this. I'm, I'm not not as in love with this one as I was last week's beer. But overall solid. It's very interesting that, that they were able to brew a strawberry beer. I don't think I've ever had a strawberry beer before. So this is a, a little bit different.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a beer that I would enjoy.
2: Um. Y- yeah, it's not bad. It's just, you know, I was expecting, I think I was expecting something more and I'm a little, I was expecting more like strawberry shortcake because of obviously its name. Um, well, you did
1: say it has a sweeter undertone and like a malt, like a sweet malty, like cake almost.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess if you if you explain it that way, I wouldn't consider the malt taste in the back like a cake.
1: Yeah. Well, shortcake yeah. is like pretty bad cake to begin with. <laughs> it
2: is. It is probably the world's worst cake.
0: Oh man, this is going to be. A different I don't episode. know.
1: Have you ever had a rice cake?
0: <laughs> a fruit cake. <laughs>
2: oh, that's true. Fruit cake might be the worst. Mm.
0: This yeah, fruit cake's pretty bad.
2: Yeah. Especially because they last forever.
0: Listeners but, write in. What's the worst cake? <laughs>
2: yeah. Anyways, with the milk sugar, the milk sugar definitely makes it a little bit uh, thicker than you would normally expect a golden ale to be. Um, you can almost call it, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lactosey. No, well, I mean, I guess that's it's kind of a descriptive word. Um Milkshake-y? No, no, no. I'm missing a term. All right, pause.
1: Dig deep and finish your drink.
2: What the fuck am I looking for, though? What's the word I'm looking for?
1: Help us dis- say synonyms.
2: It's I, I thick viscous. No thick with two C's. Two C's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, this might all have to stay. <laughs> oh, heavy. <laughs> no, not heavy. Thick. Light. Not two C's. Uh. Two K's. <laughs> no, not two K's. That's the bad thick. <laughs> you know what the word I'm looking for is sticky. Okay. Sticky, okay. Sticky. It's very uh, the the flavor lasts in your mouth for a very long time.
1: Okay, so I got you. It lasts – it stays on the tongue. Yeah, it's like it definitely, an
2: everlasting gobstopper. Kind of like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. Um, everlasting, everlasting gobstoppery. That's what you're yeah, yeah. That's what you're <laughs> thinking of. <laughs> that's that's the word. That's that's what we're going to use from now on. That's right.
1: <laughs> um, but no, I mean it sounds like strawberry. Check right. It's got a a, a sweet malty backbone. Check. And you got the milk sugar. So it sounds to me like all of the ingredients I would expect in a strawberry shortcake.
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah. You have that sweetness from the strawberries. It almost seems like, I don't know how old this is, but I'm imagining it's not too old, but it almost seems like it should be a little bit tart as well, but it's not tart. It's almost Mm -hmm. like it's like faded away. Like you have a sour that was supposed to be sour, but for some reason wasn't sour. That's kind of like this.
1: Yeah. Like it's being washed Mm -hmm. out by the sweetness almost.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to find the bottle has a date on it. It was 12. packaged uh, June sixteenth, two thousand nineteen. Okay, so it's not that old, um, and it's not old enough for the tartness to, to to slip away. So maybe it's trying to be tart, but it just failed execution on that part. Uh, overall, good little beer. Um, you know, not as good as last week. I'm probably going to give this maybe a three point five. Okay,
1: let's pull up the Sounds untapped like a 5. here and. Uh, why don't you tell me what you think Untapped thinks it is?
2: I think I'm probably lower than most people. Um but untapped though, that's more the beer drinking public. So you know what? I'm gonna say that they're probably with me. I'm gonna go three, five, three. Wow, that
0: was really close. You were very close. Three, five, six. Oh, come on. Wow. Yeah. So you're you're pretty much speaking on behalf of the public. I am a man of the people. <laughs> that's right and <laughs> yeah, That hate. is
2: undeniable. Yep. The people, the yep. people, like they look at me and they say, "We agree with Tud."
0: That's that's my
1: people.
2: Either that, yeah. or I have a really good read on the people because I usually don't rate with them. But
1: I think this makes you officially an influencer.
2: <laughs> it's it's always just Tud Clio that just comes through. It's an, just right, an untapped influencer. Yeah, <laughs> untapped should just hire me to tell them what the ratings of beers should be. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who needs an um, average? You yeah. can have two numbers. You can have the global average and then the TUD score. There you go. Hey, hey yeah. That,
0: yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah the, the, the TUD the TUD tap diverse thing.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of make it like on t- TUD but I don't think that works. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like it's With like no on
1: chats but instead of there being no vowel, you add a U. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> untapped untapped I like it that's the new name of the app hashtag untapped let's get on this uh,
1: alright well I think I'm going to jump in here after that strawberry shorts cake um, I have another beer in my beer from the north segment that's the official name I came up with for my Canadian beers <laughs> um, this is called depth charge from a lighthouse brewing company uh, I'll show you guys. It's like a barrel of their beer sinking towards the murky depths of the ocean. Oh,
0: that's, pr- that's, that's pretty cool.
2: See, yeah. It seems like, a, seems like a, a waste of beer.
1: Yeah, you would think so. But uh, this is from Lighthouse Brewing Company in Victoria, BC. Um, I wonder if they're out of a real lighthouse. That's That'd be b- cool.
0: Big Canada. That's what BC stands for. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good old British Canalumbia. Yeah. <laughs> But I enjoyed the description on the side so much, I decided to read it with you guys on the podcast. So here we go. As it was with the warships of old, conventional means would only skim the surface. Something of more substance and intent would be necessary to combat the lurking foes below. Here you will find a soft presence of licorice and molasses, a hefty dose of dark chocolate, which coexists with earthy bitterness, vanilla, and a touch of maple. All to be met with the sailor's staples of oak and rum. This limited seasonal release will warm spirits and sink ships. So yeah, this is an oak aged rum Imperial stout with maple. Weighing like, in
0: if, if I saw that beer on a shelf, I would be like, I might have to buy this beer for Obert. So
1: Yeah, it's definitely got Obert written all over it. And that's it's right. it's weighing in at 9.2 ABV. This is technically an ESB, which I didn't expect that.
2: So, Ober, I'm looking this up on Untapped to just get ready to ask you what you think of this rating. Okay. And some of our listeners out there might be might be curious to go to Untapped and see what we see as well. And I've never seen this with a beer before, but Lighthouse Brewing Company makes Depth Charge into different types of beer. Go on. So, for example, when I pull up Depth Charge by Lighthouse Brewing Company, I get Depth Charge a Scotch Ale, Depth Charge a a Double Bock. Depth Charge, a Stout Imperial Double Stout. Depth okay. Charge, uh, Oak Aged Rum Imperial Stout with Maple. And then another Double Bock. And then they also have a Belgian Quadruple called Depth Charge.
1: So uh. t- it sounds to me like Harpoon's 100 Barrel Series or how Trogues does their like, one-offs, but they will call them the same name. So like, be- I think Depth Charge is just their special seasonal name and each Depth Charge – brews its own thing That's what it sounds like to me
2: yeah
0: that that's interesting that's pretty cool i like that
2: yeah i was just i was looking it up and i wanted to make sure i chose the right one but i was like wow there's a lot of depth charges by lighthouse brewing company
1: yeah no that's interesting
2: um
1: all right so you've already heard the description but uh i still need to give it a taste so let's see how accurate that description really is wow so first of all i'm gonna say this is a black beer with a kind of a velvety head like you would expect to see on any bourbon b- barrel aged uh strong stout. So, the flavors, I get the maple is a little more subtle than I was expecting it to be. You can tell it's there and added for sweetness, but it and it stays throughout from the beginning to the end of the flavor, but it really um I think it more complements the oak and the rum flavors. I think between the oak and the rum and the maple it overwhelms any of the base stout flavor. Like the malt character of this beer is just just exists as a way to hold those other flavors. I think
2: it it seems like there's a lot going on from the name.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and going back to the description, I think they even mentioned vanilla in here. Yeah, they said licorice. They said vanilla. Uh, I get a little bit of vanilla for sure. I don't really get that licorice flavor, but. Um, yeah, this is it's really tasty, um, and like I said, there's a lot going on in this beer. Um, as Chris alluded to, this is definitely an Obert beer. You know, this is something that I didn't re- wasn't able to resist on the shelf because I knew this would be right up my alley. Um, I think my only critique would be it didn't need to be made such a dark beer. I think if if you made this with something a little lighter of a malt backbone, I think it would balance a little more than. Uh, than this dark malt variety. Um, maybe with more of a uh, regular strong ale backbone than a stout backbone, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Had they yeah. had done one of their other styles that they've done this beer in the past with, it probably would have fit better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe as it warms up and as I drink more, I maybe I do get a little bit more of that licorice. I might take that back because... It's almost that like anise flavor kind of sticks in the back of my throat after uh, a few sips. Would you say that it's sticky? I would say it's stop everlasting gobstoppery, in a way.
2: <laughs> yeah, that makes more <laughs> sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so this for me is on the border between a three seven five and a four, but I'm feeling generous today, so I give it a four. Um, and I think the on tap on. The Untappediverse, not the Untudiverse. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Untappediverse is going to rate this pretty high. I've been, I've been on the low side, so I'll say 405.
2: So this is where this, is where this gets confusing because there are only 13 ratings of this, pati- this particular 13? depth charge. Correct. <laughs> wow. 13 check ins. Okay. Um, so, so then
1: it's out the window. This doesn't even matter. But right, what is so, it? So
2: it's 3.73. Okay, okay, now if I look into the one that pops up first, the depth charge, the actual one, it looks like people are like the rating, gen,
1: like the generic depth charge name:
2: Correct. People are rating that one with their with their rating of the one that you're drinking, if that makes sense.:
1: Yeah, but like all those beers sounded so different that I wouldn't trust that rating either.
2: right, It's true. If you went yeah. by that one, it'd be closer to what you wanted to rate, though. It'd be a 3.92. Okay. So it's somewhere between a 3.73 and a 3.92.
1: Yeah. Guys, I gotta admit, I'm bad at the untapped guessing game. Mm. I think of the whoever's going to hit it first, and one of us will one of these days. It's not going to be me, I don't think. <laughs> or
0: it will be you, you know, Dark Horse.
1: Yeah. Could be. Um, all right. Well, Chris, grace us with your beer's presence, please.
0: All right. So... This beer that I totally picked out a long time ago, I'm drinking.
1: <laughs> you guys can't see it, but Chris is reaching towards his fridge right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on.
0: <laughs> Let me slide over here. Uh, so I'm drinking something from Lenny Boy Brewing Company, which is here in Charlotte, North Carolina.
2: Lenny Boy, uh, Lenny Boy. Uh, it's
0: actually got the we all know their theme of, song. Picture of a, a boy with his little doggy. So. Nice. Get, get along, little doggy. Get a get a dog, little longy. Um. This is their ground-up coffee milk stout, which is a stout with lactose and coffee. Mm. So Sounds good. Yeah, uh, Best so part of waking up. A relatively light stout, and by that I mean alcohol, ABV-wise. This What's is it? only 5.3% alcohol. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it's a little Perfect baby, breakfast little baby beer. Baby beer. It
2: kind of reminds me of, like, Erebus coffee stout from Labyrinth, which is very low on alcohol, too. So I'm going to guess that this is going to be a little bit more watery than Oberts.
1: This looks like a good French press candidate to me. Oh, it's
0: too late for that now.
1: Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying. Like, if I saw this in the store, and I was, this would be something that I would, might pick out if I was looking at French press, with, especially with the breakfast cereal, because it seems like a breakfast beer.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, throw a little CTC
1: in there. I don't know. CTC. Cinnamon toast
2: oh okay
1: sorry i thought everybody said it as quickly as i did
0: no i had no idea oh. i was like what brain trauma no that's yeah. that's
2: not the right that's the right thing yeah i was i was very confused no um we're not hip with the with the serial serial
1: abbreviations <laughs> uh
0: the hncos <laughs> the, the hunkos <laughs>
1: i like I, I like hunkos but i don't think it would go well with that
2: I'm so confused. I'm still <laughs> lost.
1: Honey Nut? Oh, no, that'd be Honey Nut Bunches of Oats. That'd be Honbo's.
2: <laughs> 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 Guys,
1: I'm never calling them Honey Nut Bunches of Oats again.
2: <laughs> Honbo's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pick me up some Honbo's, please. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What, what did you, you mean s- when you said huncos Though
2: was that Honey Nut Cheerios? Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, I okay. Yeah. I got you. Hunkos,
1: and the O is the is the circle of the Cheerio. I got it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Hunkos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's awesome. All right. So, anyways, got my uh, Lenny boy, Lenny boy, in my in my Bulbasaur glass and let me see definitely smells like a sweet stout uh which you kind of would expect from that uh it's very dark very dark i mean you can see the you can't really see through it at all billion srm standard billion srm (laughs) standard standard stout um but yeah so i'm i'm excited this was one of the one of the pickups from my trip to total wine so uh you know trying to get some, some of the more local stuff. So let's see how Lenny Boy Brewing Company did their ground-up coffee milk
2: stout. So yeah, so like I said, I think it's going to be a little little watery. Um, what cereal
1: would you French press in here if you only could use abbreviations?
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> CCP?
1: Captain Crunch peanut butter? I don't Co- know.
2: Cocoa Pebbles? Oh, uh, nice. Okay. okay. All right. This or, could be a fun game. Yeah. Or, guess uh, the cereal. <laughs> R- 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 rpb
1: oh rpb would be great with this beer
2: yeah yeah
0: right. really really pale bread <laughs>
2: or or you know or you know reese's peanut butter cups
1: oh we'll see Re- there... reese's reese's puff cereal rpc oh, reese's
2: puff cereal rpc oh, okay. rpc i'm bad yes. at this game oh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but anyways going back to my beer
2: C C R C Chocolate Rice Krispies. Mm. <laughs>
0: um, so this is this is not what I expected at all. When uh, I yeah? read, yeah, I mean, okay, that's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but when I read a coffee milk <laughs> <laughs> stout, guys, like an a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is a red wine. So weird. Um, it, it came out of a can. Yeah, there's grapes <laughs> in it. <laughs> Something about us and canned wines. <laughs> <laughs> so when I when I hear about a stout with lactose and coffee, I immediately and especially since they called it a coffee milk stout, I immediately thought like super super sweet. Like, you know, have you had I assume y'all y'all had the Autocrat coffee milk
1: from uh uh Newport from Newport? No. Uh what's Oh, Narragansett. It? Narragansett, thank you.
0: Uh, well, okay. Not I mean, yes, but also the original, like the actual coffee milk. like
1: No. Oh, no, no I just had the beer. Yeah, oh, I only man. had the beer. Oh, you wait, don't even they, know they have a origin c- stories. Coffee milk? <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. He has two New Englanders. I feel like this
1: is like a Dell's lemonade beer situation. I didn't realize yeah, that it was based on something. Oh, no, yeah. yeah wait, 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 wait. Hang,
2: hang on. Time, time out. Yeah. Before we go down that path, you don't know that Dell's Lemonade Beer is based off of Dell's Lemonade?
1: I did, but that's the same brewery, and I didn't realize that Like this is another one of those.
2: Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, now yeah. I forgive you. I was like, wait a second. You're not that, no, you're not that I was, uninformed.
1: I was trying to figure out a, a succinct way to say that, but I'm glad we fully fleshed it out so none of the listeners think the same thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, so No, I did not know that Autocrat was a coffee milk. Um, oh, man. You guys are missing out. Like I
0: said, as two – there's two New Englanders and two two damn Yankees.
1: Two Southern New Englanders on top of it.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Like this is this is like right right from Rhode Island, right there. They're in every Walmart. <laughs> Anyways. I disagree. No, they are. Especially up there. Up there they are.
1: Rhode Island it's... over there. The...
0: No, in Connecticut too. Oh. There's one there in the Lisbon Walmart. We used to have it. Dad right in. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Proof to your son that you listen to his podcast.
2: Uh, I I'd, I'd be very surprised to be listened. So far, <laughs> listeners, if you're playing along at home, Chris is unaware if his if his brother listens to the podcast, his sister listens to the podcast, if his dad listens to the podcast, and I don't think we've ever talked about. Your mom, if she listens to the podcast.
0: No, I think mom is lis- is finally listening to the podcast. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we have one family member. Oh, well, my older brother too. They both okay. listen. Okay, so two family members. Yeah, my my younger brother, my sister can't stand TUD. And <laughs> and <laughs>
1: they're, they're well, they're missing out, I guess
0: yeah i I guess they i, I don't know. I best, guess we don't know what to talk about' a member of the pod I don't know
2: I don't we know. got
1: it's... totally off the rails here <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time I'm in Connecticut, I will buy some of this milk uh Todd, you should do it this week.
2: I yeah. am not going to buy it it's what about a face
1: a face your Beers segment?
2: I don't like coffee milk you don't know you don't no it. <laughs>
1: wait wait sorry, what do you think the purpose of face your beers is?
2: Like it's, but it's not like a face your beers. It's like it's. I'm not afraid to drink it. I mean, maybe if I poured a full cup of it and had to like sit here and sip a full (laughs) cup of coffee milk, I'd probably be like, oh, I'd rather not do that. You don't even know. You don't even know what it tastes like. It tastes so good. It probably tastes like coffee mate, right? Like you sound like afraid to drink it. Coffee mate does not taste like. like Maybe
1: you should just face (laughs) your beers and drink it.
2: Wait, so you don't add the coffee milk into coffee? No, 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 no. no,
1: no, It's coffee coffee flavored milk.
0: milk. You add the coffee into milk. It's like a glass of milk. I I don't know why I had to <laughs> pantomime. we <like>, only <molding laughs> a glass. <laughs> like, Wait, you know they, so they have, they have
1: regular milk. They have chocolate milk. They have strawberry milk. All this right. is coffee we'll milk.
0: We'll talk about it in the handles. We'll talk about it in the handles. Okay. <laughs> I got a handle this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay. So uh, confused. Just tell anyways. us about the beer, please.
0: Yes. So, as I was saying, when I hear of a coffee milk stout, I expect something sweet like coffee milk. <laughs> oh yes, we all know. <laughs> we all started. Uh, <laughs> um, and this is not sweet at all. With, with lack, there's there's definitely some strong coffee flavor, which I enjoy. Um, it adds a decent amount of bitterness to the to the beer which i also enjoy the lactose adds a little bit adds a little bit of of everlasting gobstopperiness to it but it's not like tud cleo was saying
2: it's a gobstopper that runs out
0: yeah it definitely towards the end kind of becomes more more light more watery um but it it it's a good beer it's just not what i was expecting at all um i you know if you like if you like a, a nice cup of joe in the morning you would probably like this beer because i mean the can uh, is nothing but coffee beans yeah i mean that's that's what it looks like and the coffee flavor is very strong very strong it it does add some of that nice coffee bitterness to it um the lactose adds a little bit of body but it it dissipates pretty quick so um and i like the
1: name ground up that's fun
0: yeah, yeah, no, they did. It's a it's a pretty cool can. You'll see it on the Insta. Um, pretty cool can. Uh, gonna have to hit up Lenny Boy, another Charlotte brewery, one of the forty, I think. <laughs> gonna have to hit it up one day. Um, but I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a three seven five. It's not what I. It's not what I expected, but it's still it's still a solid beer. I'm still enjoying
1: it. Very cool. Um,
0: I think the Untappediverse is gonna come in a little lower than me. I think it's gonna be a three six seven.
1: So, out of 2,244 ratings, the Untapped Reverse has deemed this beer to be a 3.79, so a little higher.
0: Okay, all right. So, I'm right, I'm right, in, the, right in the ballpark, but yeah, I, I wasn't sure if the, the bitterness that I'm getting would turn people off. That's what I was banking on when I was, but good, I'm glad. But it's a, it's a solid beer. It's a good stout. Very nice. So, yeah, absolutely.
1: So, Chris, I c- couldn't help but notice... Our uh, mail closet that we keep all our mail in. One of the letters seems to be sticking out from under the door. I can see it in the background there.
0: Yeah, there we, uh, you know, the the mailbag was, I mean, the mail floor was <laughs> or closet or whatever it is now in this fiction. The
1: the, the, the completely tangible mailbag that exists in all, in reality. <laughs>
0: um, We did miss one, and the reason we missed it and i don't know if i'm going to i don't know if it's worth broadcasting but if you go to our our website and uh, click on hashtag #follow the email you'll actually be able to send us a direct message straight from our website so if you go to dawfpodcast.com um, now unfortunately sometimes those get overlooked <laughs> so yeah, it might not be like the
1: best way to email us
0: right but it is a email if you don't trust uh, like Gmail, like Ted does, and you have to use exclamation point Gmail in in, in your email browser too. <laughs> access Gmail. Uh,
1: I do have one request. Can we get like one of those counters that tell us how many people visited the page on our website? Can we get one of those? Um, like probably. like of nineteen ninety eight. That's what I want. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we want to broadcast that. It'd be like forty. <laughs>
1: uh, well, 40, only, 40 only forty people would see it then.
0: That's true That is true Uh, So anyways So this is This is the The lost mail Um, And it says Hello Mr. Tud and friends So now Mr. Tud
2: Hello hello, Random email person (laughs) Your pod was
0: recommended to me By brother of the pod Lil Lil Tud A.K.A. Brad Brad Okay uh, I used to be one of Bradley's supervisors, and I will attribute any success he has going forward in life to my tutelage. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, I don't Want to? I don't
2: know if you want to take.
1: Yeah, with, if yeah, you are going to take credit for his success,
0: <laughs> don't, yeah. don't
2: don't hook your wagon to him.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Find a different horse,
0: my friend. <laughs> um, uh, although, if you mention that fact to him, I bet he will act like he doesn't know what you are talking about. Typical Bradley. I agree you know what I like this guy (laughs) (laughs) at the time of writing this I've just begun November 2019 whoops pods and will soon catch up I've enjoyed the quad the pod quite a bit oh so keep it up nice thank you Uh, I listened on my drives into and from ECSU I accidentally mentioned the essay thing to the president so sorry about that JK JK about Tud
2: oh me forging my my essay yeah Yeah. okay cool
0: (laughs) Um, uh, anyway, does this make me an honorary friend of the pod?
1: <laughs> I think so. Do we have any more of those medals lying around? The friend of the pod medals? Ooh, I actually
2: just <laughs> gave the last one away. Oh. We, we, we have a few leftover Han Solo stuck in carbonite though.
1: Uh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. I think we got some stickers. We, we definitely have stickers.
2: have stickers. We have stickers. That's for sure. We, we can, you know, Masked Stranger, we can get you a sticker at least. Yeah. Right. There we go. One
1: of Brad's many, many supervisors. <laughs> yeah. He says,
0: P he says, P.S. hopefully hopefully you're enjoying the red tulip treehouse glass. Owen. Okay. Oh.
1: Nice. I was oh, waiting for so the M night Shyamalan is. twist of the end where this was written in like 1999. Right. <laughs> Be like,
0: by the way, don't turn around. And then
1: By the way, pass. Y2K is coming.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Watch My out.
0: Three, Y2K is nothing. <laughs> so
1: cool owen honorary friend of the pod get some stickers wherever you find one of our co-hosts
2: yes allow me to allow me to, to opine for a second owen thank you for listening um hopefully you are fully caught up now um we can get you stickers for sure i know brad is fully loaded with stickers he i saw that a pile of them today in his house so <laughs> he can, he could can definitely give you one or we can meet up somewhere and You can buy me a beer, and I'll give you a sticker. That sounds you know pretty good too. Uh, Go, you can go ahead. You could tell the the uh, president of the university that I forged my essay. I don't think it would matter at this point, but that's cool. And thank you for listening. Um, You are officially more of a friend of the pod than Brad. There you go. There we go. (laughs) And we (laughs) will always we will always allow all Brad's career success to be credited back to Owen. There you go. That's true. That's true.
0: You know, that's a pretty good deal. Hey, if anybody in North Carolina wants to buy me a beer and I can give them a sticker, just let me know.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say, this is a a little-known podcast hack, but if you run into any of us in the wild and you ask us for stickers and we don't have them, then we're legally required to buy you a beer. So, Ooh, there you go. That's good. That's why I keep them on me at all times. Usually, I keep one stuck to the back of my shirt. So, (laughs) I know where it is.
0: Uh, So, sorry, Owen. Glad we finally got your... Your your email, I mean regular mail on on the pod. Um, but we're gonna put put all that away and close uh,
2: up close up close up the, close up the closet,
1: or the mail whatever, the mail closet,
2: the mail room. So I'd like to discuss. I'd like to take a second, and I'd like to discuss uh, some breweries that I visited this past week Oh, nice! And- this is the
1: Tud Brewery update. Yes, Brewery update.
2: So this past weekend, I had the uh, pleasure of visiting three different breweries. That's awesome. Trace. That is cool. Trace, for those of you who only speak Spanish.
1: I'm surprised you made it 40 minutes into our podcast. (laughs) 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 Maybe you're trying to learn English. I don't know. (laughs) They're like, I got Trace. I got Trace. Okay, keep going.
2: (laughs) So so on Friday, we visited uh, Brewery Uno. Um, with friend of the pod Nick, who's by the way, fully caught up now, so hi Nick, oh nice,
1: oh good. we could he's back on back on our good side,
2: yes, so we went to Tilted Barn in Rhode Island.
1: Oh, I've always wanted to go there.
2: It is a very unique brewery. um, I get very old like like monson mass treehouse vibes from Tilted Barn,
1: yeah, I've heard
0: nothing but amazing things
2: about them, and you will so. hear nothing but amazing things right now, okay. <laughs> um their beer was excellent um the only thing so the only negative i will say is that the one stout they had was just i didn't find anything special about that stout um but their their ipas were fantastic they had you know probably 12 different beers on tap they had a whole bunch of beer for sale they had a, a sour and a bottle for sale um it's in the middle of nowhere just an fyi in case you're driving there it's also down a creepy dark road that's all uh dirt so when you pull up to the barn, Nick and I felt like we were walking up to somebody's like like house party because nice. there were about thirty. Yeah, there are about thirty people inside this old rickety barn. Um, and when you walk in, there's no heat. There's a tabby cat running around and two labs running around.
1: <laughs> um, I, li- I like to imagine them chasing the cat.
2: <laughs> I don't think they were, but sure that that works
1: in my fiction. Yeah, let's go with that.
2: But I will say, you know, unlike. Old Treehouse, we walked right up to the bar, uh got pours right away. Uh they had plenty of beer in case you wanted to bring some home, and it was great. We got a few pours, we got they do flights, and then we were on our way. Uh so that was that that's that's tilted barn. I think their my favorite beer out of them was probably their Cactus, which is their flagship IPA.
1: Nice. It's funny nice. living and- in a state like Montana. Um it's hard to imagine somewhere in Rhode Island being in the middle of nowhere if I didn't know what Rhode Island was like. I'm like, how does a state that small have a middle of nowhere? But they literally have a place called like the middle of nowhere cafe. And uh <laughs> uh you could get out in the sticks pretty easily in Rhode Island. So mm-hmm. what were you and Nick doing all the way out in Rhode Island?
2: Wanna go to a brewery?
1: Nice. I know that's a okay. far drive for him.
2: Right. It's not
0: it's not it's not that's like a hefty jaunt for you and then it's like basically forever
1: for him
2: yeah yeah we were just we're just hanging out it was his birthday weekend so Mm. that's awesome oh i missed his birth no his birthday is tomorrow no it's tomorrow aha it's
1: not too late i'm gonna text him
0: not too late
1: i'm gonna text so
0: happy birthday nick um
1: (laughs) from both of us three days ago on the pod yes correct
0: (laughs) sign up for patreon to hear your birthday (laughs) message
1: and then um... <laughs> Your birthday is to give us your birthday present is to give us money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, so then uh then on Saturday, uh we visited Tribus officially for the first time and uh spent some good time there trying out some of their beers. I visited uh again with Nick, uh his wife, uh other friend of the pod Dan. Um mm, his His wife yeah, also past co-host and a few other people as well as my wife. Um, we all went to Tribus out in Milford, Connecticut and had some fun there. I tried a variety of different beers because they do half pours there. They had a triple IPA called Fuck It, which was mm-hmm. delicious. Another, they had a variety of single IPAs. Uh, my favorite being either Noodles or After Party. And then the, my other Dark Horse favorite was called Blank Check Number 5. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Now,
1: so so Tilted Barns middle of nowhere in a bar- house party barn. Where's Tribus at?
2: Tribus is in the middle of nowhere in Milford. Now, uh,
1: I know for a fact there's no middle of nowhere in Milford.
2: I'm not I'm not too familiar with Milford, so to me it was the middle of nowhere in Milford, but it was down some like in some industrial park.
1: Yeah, that's somewhere.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it's very cool it's a very large brewery. Um there was a lot of people there. One of our Instagram followers were, was there as well. Uh so if Jess beer me if you listen to this podcast, we were at the same brewery at the same time. Um you should have come up and said hello. Right, yeah. Cuz it only it only
1: works that way. <laughs> yeah, you're Correct. the
2: celebrity in that scenario. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um no, but it's cool. They have two different rooms. Uh the room we were in had some uh some old style arcade games, uh, NBA Jam and like the Simpsons game as well as some others. Um just the overall bre- overall vibe of the brewery is kind of like a ma- a mix between uh Trillium meets meets like Nightshift. That's the type of vibe that the brewery has.
1: That's a really good description. But maybe if you had never been to either of those breweries, like what is that co- like that comparing? Like what are the aspects of both that were there?
2: Sure. So it's very um very industrialized so it's in an old warehouse so you know high ceilings um very, industri- very old metal. warehouse I mean, we gotcha yeah, yeah old warehouse but then mm. the walls are decorated with like bohemian style like paintings nice so it's it's, nice. it's very cool
1: more bumping than um tilted barn I assume
2: Yes, there were definitely more than uh more than like fifteen twenty people at this place. you know they had loud music going on in the front room in the back it was a little bit more subdued uh but they were they were playing you know nineties alternative metal, so like a lot of weezer and stuff like that
1: nice i' I think I'd like this
2: place it was it'd definitely be up both of your guys' alley's their i p a s are fantastic um they're considered one of the hot and up up and coming breweries in the state now
0: yeah i've heard I've heard a ton of great things about them so um you know, we'll just add it to the list of all the breweries that I want to go to next time I come back to Connecticut, whenever that may be.
1: That list keeps getting longer and my trips to Connecticut keep keep getting more and more beer breweries on their list that I have to go to. But
0: it's unreal. Like I know. everywhere I everywhere I wanna go, I'm just like looking up fifty or sixty breweries. I'm just like, Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's responsible for me to just go drinking all the time. Yeah. I don't know.
1: So I really want to hear about the third brewery that uh, Ted and Nick went to. But real quick, do you have a, play, a number one next time you go back brewery? You got to gotta hit up. Oh, man. Because um, for me, it's talks. As a, as a new London resident for three or four years, three years, I'm like, you know, I got to see what my hometown represents, what they got. Yeah.
0: That, that's kind of what jumped to – well, that and 12% jumped to mind. But I know 12% is a different animal, but I just – that's kind of a really cool concept. I'd like to see that. Um, so those two, those two did jump to mind. But uh, the problem is when I go back, there's all these other breweries that I love so much that I want to go to again. You know, yeah. like the Fox Farms of the world. And I'm just like – but I think next time I'm just going to have to just – Cut the cord and maybe just maybe
2: just only go for one beer that time. Yeah. (laughs) And and neither of you guys have been to Counterweight either, right? No, I have. I
1: haven't. I mean, I like their beer, but no one has
0: ever down the road from there.
1: No one has ever told me it's a place I got to go to. So,
2: so all right. So I'm going to add a fourth brewery review in here. We went to Counterweight last weekend, and it's fantastic.
1: And you'd never been before.
2: We had been one other time. Okay. Um, but I went back this time to like really take it in and experience it, and it is. It's definitely in the top two argument of the best brewery in the state.
1: Holy shit
2: it's it's up there with Fox Farm. I mean there's 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 no getting around it. Everything they do is fantastic.
1: Uh, I think Fox Farm is disqualified for one reason alone and that's that they don't have air conditioning. Mm. like I can't I can't hang out at Fox Farm in July <laughs> upstairs. are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're just hang out outside. I mean, I could. Maybe
1: maybe I'm biased because when I went there, it was like the hottest day of the hottest year of ever. So True. I was like dying, but uh, AC would have made that a much better brewery experience. I'm not going to lie.
2: Well, hmm. luckily we only need AC in Connecticut for about like a month.
1: Yeah, but when you need it, you need it.
2: True. But I will say this, Fox Farm and Counterweight are probably in the top two. I'll probably at this point, you know, the top four are probably them. Those two Tribus and Alvarium, if you put those together. That's probably what's what's coming up right now is the top four. Uh the other one that we visited, and it was this was not with Nick. This was just me and my wife. Uh we went to My wife. Elis- <laughs> There you go. <laughs> we went we went to Elicit Brewing Company in Manchester, Connecticut, which is a new brewery that's opened up uh I think it opened up in November. Um so it's a it's a brew pub and they have uh thirty-seven beers on tap, eight of which are their own. Um, and then they also have bottles and cans as well. It's set up like... T- if you guys know what THC is, uh, the hops company from down in Derby, it's set up kind of like that, so... I was th- trying to play the cereal game again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... It's set up uh, with like communal seating, so like you're sitting next to people you don't you don't know, in hopes to make friends and that type of stuff. They have a food counter where um, they're owned by Eli's on Whitney down in Hamden, so their food is really good. Uh, they make some coal fired pizza. Uh, their beer is hit or miss, but their their tap selection is unreal.
1: So real quick, if you haven't been to THC, it's a traditional like Bavarian style like seating where it's a beer hall.
2: Correct. Right. Yep. Same idea with illicit. It's just you know east of the river versus west of the river, and it's kind. Con- and Eli's on Whitney and THC are only separated by about maybe three miles, so it's almost like the owners of Eli's on Whitney were like, you know this what, we good really idea. like this. <laughs> yeah. This this THC <laughs> idea is great. Let's build it on the other side of the river, and in the different part of the state, and we'll do that their same job up here. And it they've they've executed. It's awesome.
1: Very Sounds cool. So awesome. there's 37 beers on tap. Were they mostly Connecticut brews?
2: Uh, there were there – I would say New England or I would say tri-state area. Okay. So you had some New York, some Massachusetts, some Connecticut. Um, there were and, some that were outside of there, but most of it was from Connecticut, New York, and Mass.
1: Was it some good stuff you hadn't had before or was it a lot of regulars that you see a lot?
2: Uh, they had some new stuff. Uh, they had Glow by uh, – Firefly Hollow out of Waterbury that I'd never had before, which is a solid New England style IPA. I had a Photon by Equilibrium, which apparently is a really up-and-coming brewery out of New York that I've only had two of their beers, so um, I've heard that I need to make my way over there and and check out that brewery. Watch out, Equilibrium,
1: the podcast is coming for you. Correct. (laughs)
2: We're coming. And then they had their own beer, they had Connecticut beers, you know, just a whole bunch of different stuff, and it was packed. I mean, we went on a Sunday at, you know, like 5 o'clock, and there were Probably 150, hundred and fifty, two hundred people there. Holy
1: moly. That's There's a lot, lot people. of
2: people. Yeah, and they've they've got it set up where they have different types of games. They've got foosball, ping pong table, pools, uh a whole arcade with like old arcade style games. They have a karaoke machine that you can like sing karaoke with, on top of the fact that they probably have, you know, twenty TVs where you can sit there and watch whatever sporting events happen to be going on at the time.
1: Sounds like a gonna be around for a long time.
2: Uh, they even if they stop brewing their own beer if they just fully embrace this brew pub aspect they'll be around for a while
1: very cool well you can't be a brew pub nice. without brewing
2: true they could always just go to being a, a beer hall yeah mm, that is true very cool yeah
1: very nice well thank you for the reviews Tud and it uh, looks like we're running a little long here so I think it's that time that time of the episode where we end the episode with our three handled <laughs> frosty mug of wisdom where we offer you things that we like that make our life better or chores of full of compressed air i don't know (laughs) that's up to you to decide listeners um it sounds like this is gonna be a non-alcoholic beverage themed uh frosty mug of of literal drinks so what well chris what's your handle this week (laughs) oh oh
0: um so i'm gonna uh, I don't know. It's probably not worth putting over again. I'm going to put over auto <laughs> coffee milk syrup, okay?
1: Tell <laughs> because, me more. Oh, I, 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 I I'm am curious to you know, you have...
0: how do you do, so like you get the syrup, what do you do with it? Okay, so what you do, have you ever made chocolate milk using Hershey's chocolate syrup? Yes. Yes. Same concept. <laughs>
1: Except <laughs> your, instead of chocolate. You
0: your, it's, it's coffee. But it's not <laughs> coffee, like it's a,
1: coffee milk
0: right well it's coffee flavored yeah yeah right but it adds this like nice little hint of that like coffee that we that we love and it's it just it's it's oh, man it's so good i'm so i'm i'm shocked that neither of you have had it but
1: so i was picturing this to cool be in the dairy aisle
0: no it's uh, it's in like i i don't even remember they don't have it down here is it
2: next to like the hershey syrup
0: it's yeah no it's the same aisle as that yeah so just go into go in Todd, go into Walmart and be like, where's the coffee milk? And they will they'll bring you right to it. They probably get asked that up, up 200,000
2: times a day. So It's extremely popular, yeah. apparently, Todd. Just, <laughs> just an FYI, you can order it to be shipped to you, Chris, via Amazon or via Walmart. Oh, really? For oh, $3.82. Cool. Oh. They ship it right oh, to your house.
1: Those of you in Connecticut, maybe. Yeah. Free free shipping or no shipping? Let's check Walmart.com. dot com Montana. I'd Montana pay $4 style
0: more than pay eight three dollars and eighty two cents in shipping.
1: Well, I type an autocrat and it autofills it. Okay, let's see. In store purchase only. Not available. <sighs> I guess I gotta wait till next time I come home.
2: Uh, well, fear, right. you know what, Obert? Fear not. You can also order it on Amazon. Okay. He was very feared. I was <laughs> with Prime shipping, no
0: less. All right. Well, hold on. It depends on what it is. I might. We, we, we're gonna. We're gonna do one, one click. Autocrack. <laughs> yeah. Coffee well, milk episode.
1: Watch out, Chris. Don't accidentally click once.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it'll be an accident this time. So <laughs> now I know what happens.
1: <laughs> you're seeing uh, uh two pack for twenty bucks. Is that what oh, you, that's no. Expensive. I
2: saw I saw a thirty-two ounce bottle for eleven dollars and seventy-eight cents. Okay, that's yeah, that's expensive.
1: what I saw too. Yeah, it looks like Walmart had it. You said it was like three bucks.
2: Yeah, but this
0: is thirty-two ounces of it. Like, <sighs> yeah, like that's no, a lot. I, it normally it normally comes in like a, a large jug. Well, in my house, it did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we went through a shitload of autocrat. No, yeah,
0: it was it it was good. It's good. I love it. Anyways, anyways, that's uh that's that's my my gimme handle this week. Okay. Auto, auto autocrat, coffee, milk. If you're up north, drink it. If you're not up north, go get it, and then trade your precious beers for it.
1: Well, I'm going to steal the mug, this next handle, because I also have a non-alcoholic beverage. As if you couldn't tell from my lead-in, this is a seltzer adjacent product. Okay. So they started selling these things in the stores near me. Maybe they've been so- selling them for a long time. Maybe maybe you guys have heard about these before, but it's called Spindrift Seltzer or Spindrift.
2: Mm, yes, I, yeah. have I have had yeah. these. It's out of Massachusetts.
1: Oh, really? That's yeah. where Polar's from. So, you know, they make good seltzer there. Yeah. So I'm glad my, my co-hosts are aware of this product. What it is, is it's basically seltzer water, but with a touch of juice. So... I bought the grapefruit variety and it's like 10% grapefruit juice and the rest is seltzer. So they, like they advertise
2: the... it as a hazy seltzer.
1: Oh really? Yes. We all like hazy drinks around here. Um I'm gonna say on the seltzer scale, we're talking low nineties here. So pretty solid. Pretty solid drink. I really have been doing some non-alcoholic cocktails and mixing in some fruit juices with my Uh, on Spindrift Seltzers. And uh, it's legit. I really like the mix. What I was doing is uh, I did a mango peach juice mixed in with the seltzer. And uh, it really gets me through my day. I'll tell you what. So uh, my handles evolved from the Spindrift Seltzer to Add a little juice to your seltzer. Live a little, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bump that 90 up to like a 95, 96, you know?
2: I will say my favorite of those is the raspberry lime. Flavor. Oh,
1: well, I'm glad to know that because I bought a case of those and I have it in my my counterweight to be chilled. One one con of these is they're not cheap. Like No. It's, I bought an eight pack for four bucks. Which, I mean, if I'm deciding to drink a beer or a seltzer, it's definitely cheaper to drink the seltzer. But uh, still, 50 cents a can isn't exactly cheap. Mm. All right. So, Tud, we have so far in the bottom of our mug, we have some coffee milk. And then in the middle of our mug, we have some hazy seltzer. What are you topping us off with here?
2: All right. So, my handle this week is not going to be a beverage. I'm sorry, uh, listeners of the pod. I don't don't have a beverage – off the top of my head that I can come up with and um and give to you guys. But what I can do because we're trying to be healthy and having you know non-alcoholic beverages in our mug, I'm going to give you a fitness handle. Nice pivot. Keep going. <laughs> so, I'm going to give you guys a pair of shoes that you guys should all be working out in. Oh, uh, to to help <laughs> strengthen your feet and give you a better workout in the gym.
1: I don't know if you missed the beginning of the show. (laughs) But keep going.
2: So these are called uh, Vibram Five Finger Shoes.
1: Oh, one of these
2: toe shoes. Correct. Uh, Toe shoes. They are awesome. They have, it's basically like walking around the gym barefoot. But with grips on the bottom of your shoes, so it allows you to get a better grip on the floor for when you're going to squat and or and or dead deadlift, deadlift, or if you're trying to uh, bench press, you can really dig your feet into the ground and feel everything. Um, it gives you just a better balance while you're doing you know athletic activities. Uh, it is a little bit to adjust to. I wouldn't recommend running with them on immediately because you kind of have to learn how to walk a little bit. Uh, well, first out. you got to, first you got to crawl in the them. I think. Yes. First you have to crawl on them. No, but you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to walk like you're wearing normal shoes where you strike the ground with your heel first because there's no cushion to, to stop that from happening. You kind of want to land flat foot or maybe even a little on your, your front toes before you, you start to walk. Um, But it's supposed to be, it's supposed to help strengthen your feet because you know, shoes kind of make us weak, and all our ancestors used to walk around barefoot. So this is just kind of doing that without, um, without actually going barefoot. You can buy the shoes in a variety of different styles. I have two of them. One of which is for hiking, so you have a little bit more tr- tread in the bottom of your shoes. So uh, for you hikers, Obert, you in particular, when you're, I know uh, you
1: you've piqued my
2: interest here. When when you're going through the woods, you know how awesome it is that your foot can contort contort to like. Stepping on top of a tree as you're trying to cross a stream, where oh. your shoe doesn't perfectly bend with the with the tree or with the tree that you're trying to cross on, but in Vibrams, your foot will will you know fit what you're trying to sit on or trying to stand on. Um, it just gives you more freedom, and you, you're more agile with them on. And then for those gym goers, they make them with really thin soles. That way, uh, it's not really getting in your way when you're in the gym. It's basically like wearing socks.
1: That's very cool. Yeah, and. Um- if I could add some whipped cream to the top of our frosty mug, some whipped cream of wisdom. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend another episode of Outside In, uh, the, a podcast I've talked about on the show before, that talks a lot about these shoes um, and kind of digs into the the science behind them. And uh, I thought it was a really fascinating episode. So I'm going to put that in our show notes as well. Um, Todd, check it out. I think you'll find it fascinating.
2: I will. I've been wearing these shoes for about a year and a half. I love them.
1: I can't believe it's taken you 75 episodes to uh, bring them on. Mm. Or even bring yeah. them up to me because I've thought about getting these things before. You know how I apparently am addicted to sh- footwear. <laughs>
2: yes. No, here's one last benefit of these two. You can throw them in the washing machine, so you can always keep them nice and clean.
1: I was going to ask you about the stink factor because you can't wear socks, right?
2: Right. They do. They do start to smell after a little bit, but... You can just throw them in the wash like normal clothes. Mm.
0: Nice. That, that is nice.
2: You don't want to dry them cuz they'll shrink. But mm. you also you you know you can wash them and just let them hang dry. One other thing, you need to buy them smaller than your normal foot size or your normal shoe size because they want they they need to be like a glove on your foot. So, I'm you know, in my walking around shoes, I'm on an 11 and a half, and with these, I wear a 10.
1: So you got oh, okay. this is like an O.J. Simpson glove.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Yes, gotcha. You can go. You can go to any REI or uh, Eastern Mountain Sports, and they sell them there. Or you know, I don't know what they do in Montana because I don't know if EMS is a thing. Um,
1: we have an REI.
2: Okay, it opened so you can last go there, year. You could try them on. Uh, definitely make sure that you try that. You know, go really small. I mean, I'm a size and a half smaller than what I usually would be. But there are some people out there who have to go even like two sizes smaller.
1: Like the Grinch. Correct. <laughs> Talk to your Vibram (laughs) professional, folks. Yeah, as the very mini
0: cherry on top of all of this, if you are squatting or deadlifting with shoes on, you're doing everything wrong. So (laughs) heads up, you do all that. That was
1: more like a
2: cherry bomb, I think. It's a a
0: tiny cherry. Yeah, I do. I I I squat, deadlift, all that stuff. I do it all in socks.
2: Well, it sounds like you would benefit from a pair of
0: Vibrams, my friend. Uh, I mean, I also have socks.
1: It sounds like you need those socks that they wear in like. The trampoline zone with a grippy sock that's
2: that's basically what these Vibrams are, is that they provide a little bit of extra grip. Go to a trampoline zone. Not only do you get an hour of fun, (laughs) you get these
1: You get your deadlift socks.
2: You get your deadlift socks. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, First, we're going to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will go first with thanking Shorts Brew for their Strawberry Shorts Cake.
0: I'd like to thank Lenny Boy Brewing Company for their ground-up
2: coffee milk stout.
1: And of course, Lighthouse Brewing Co. for the depth charge, specifically the oak-aged rum imperial stout with maple.
2: Uh, Please make sure you go follow us on social media at Dawf Podcast on all social medias. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Keep on sending those emails. We'll keep on reading them and having fun doing that. Uh, Also, make sure you head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating as well as a comment. That helps other people find us. Also, make sure that you're sharing this with your friends. Uh, You see our posts on Facebook, hit share. You're seeing your friend out at a brewery, tell them about it. Uh, You're seeing your grandma at church, tell her about it too, just to make sure.
1: And her pastor.
2: And a pastor, too. Just that's, that's very important.
1: And I just want to add, you know, Tud mentioned our social media handles, our social media accounts. We've been having a spirited discussion every Thursday at Discord. Um, I've grown to enjoy it a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Mm. It's a great way to talk about the episode with the co-hosts and with the fans. Uh, we'd love to grow the community there. And I had never had Discord before uh, before. We started one for the podcast, so I I I think it's a lot of fun.
2: Mm,
0: yeah, it is. It is a lot of fun. It's a great great place to share your thoughts and dreams and aspirations and, and all that fun stuff. So, <laughs> but and also we love we love feedback and we love talking to you folks. So it's just another another avenue to you know talk
2: directly to us.
1: You don't have to wait for us to open up talk our you. open up our our <laughs> mail cave.
2: Yeah, but but we also would like you to send us emails. So don't stop doing that.
1: Don't do that. Right. Yeah.
2: And and then finally, make sure you guys are heading over to Patreon and subscribing. Um, You get some extra bonus content. We have a whole bunch of bonus content up there now, uh, including us dabbing apparently as the guys are doing (laughs) as I'm saying this. Uh, But yeah, head over there, subscribe. Thank you, patrons, uh, the ones that we have now, and thank you guys for for, uh, when you subscribe. Also, thank you, Nick, for signing up. You know, because we know that that's your birthday present to us. Right, is right yes. signing up to, to our I, Patreon.
0: I actually forgot about the joke and got excited. I was like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and so with that, my name is Todd. My name's Chris,
1: and I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends.
2: I, I can't wait to have Nick subscribe for twenty five dollars a month. Oh yeah,
1: you know he's in it for that chill out of money.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> just we so laugh at all this, Nick's hey, hey, birthday. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yes this could be funny that you're gonna go towards your kids college education
2: or <laughs> <laughs> now hear <Yeah>. me out <laughs> uh, we have some we have one really good pitch for you nick how would you right. like to help support three of your friends drink beer <laughs>
0: now nick 10 years ago would probably do it All right. uh, Yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> I'm not saying Nick's lamer now than he was 10 years ago, but I'm also not going to finish that sentence.
2: How angry do you think Larissa would be if she found out that he was giving us $150 a month? That's that's ooh, that's pretty
1: angry. The
0: the the thing she's going to be most angry about is she would have to give us $151 a
2: month just to one up him. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>